reading from the Chaitanya Bhagavad Anjali Leela, Chapter Two, Text Three O Nine. Jaya Jaya Sri Chaitanya Jaya Nityananda. Jaya Dwaita Chandra Jai Gaur Bhakta Vrinda Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Shiva Priya Sarovara Jani Sri Chaitanya Snan Kari Visheshe Karila Atyadanya. Realizing the lake was dear to Lord Shiva, Sri Chaitanya eagerly took bath there and made it glorious. Omegana Timarandasya Gananjana Shalakaya Taksur Unmulatamyena Tasmai Sri Gurave Namaha. Sri Chaitanya Mano Bhishtam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Sayam Rupakadamayam Dadati Sapadantikam Vansha Kalpa Tarubhyascha Kripa Sindhu Bhayevacha Patitanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namo Nama Sri Krishna Chaitanya, Prabhu Nityananda, Siadvaita Gadadhar, Srivas Adigor Bhakta Vrinda, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. So greetings from um, New Jersey. Um, by this time next week, I will be in Colombia. I'm kind of kind of pinching myself. I don't believe it's real that anyone can go anywhere and do anything, but somehow it's happening, and I'm quite excited about that. A retreat and quite uh, happy that we have such a nice response, even though I, I didn't put it out there really much, I think just to my Vyas Puja list. And there are so many um, obstacles to going, even the fact that when you come back, you have to be quarantined, you can't go back to work. So I'm pretty happy about that. Now, I'll explain to you something about how I prepare for these classes. I really don't. <laughs> I've been doing this for like so many years. Um, and I have some confidence. What I generally do is I look at the verses and it takes me a few minutes and I see that, or sometimes I go back because it's very important. What, what's the context of it? I told you, I always try to get to the level of unconscious competence, I call it. Um, and anybody who's spoken or done something that they're proficient in, they know that there's another level below the 
conscious level that works even a little faster. And I, I just try to get to that level. So I basically just check, am I going to be able to get to that level? And uh, I, I look back and, and, and uh, briefly get the context because, you know, that really, you already have a frame of reference for that. And then see if I see one or two points that I can go, then I'm pretty confident. And, you know, even though it's an hour class that somehow or other, I don't manage to run out of things and the flow keeps on going. Today, <laughs> after finishing my bhajan and knowing that I also have to do my deity worship, I realized I just had a few minutes to go over it. And then I looked and literally, because Lord Chaitanya is now in Bhuvaneshwara, that's, uh, what is it, about an hour and a half by car out of Puri, and it's a famous holy place for many reasons, because Lord Chaitanya visited there, because Gorgo Vindamarj preached there, because Lord Shiva appeared there, or had his pastimes there. So I looked, and then I saw, oh my God, I can't believe it. Usually there's one or two sentences on each verse. I can go quickly. Oh my God, this is like a 20 page purport. And I, I should have read this before the class and I haven't. There's so much information on this place. Um, I'm not, and now I have to begin my deity worship. Wow. So, um, I use another technique to get me to the level of unconscious competence. And, and I've, I've read about this and I think it's very effective. Whenever you're stuck on what to speak, then embrace your difficulty because that's what you'll have realization on. So that's basically what I'm doing. I'm explaining what the difficulty is and what my process of, and, and hoping that that somehow empowers me um, to, to, to speak on. And I guess the, the context we've already gone over and I see everybody's been with me. So it's not what Lord Chaitanya is, took sannyas and he's doing what sannyasis do. They travel and they enlighten others and they experience God's creation and free from material protective agents. I love that term Prabhupada said. Free from material protective agents, not having the control over one's food, shelter, defense, etc. Getting an opportunity in that circumstance to see that actually it's God, Krishna Mata, Krishna Pita, Krishna Dana Prat, that it's actually God. That's why it's so important to, to, to step out of the comfort box. And uh, you know, I'm reflecting, I had a thought in the shower today. And like I explained in India, I got about at best when I have something that's working, because I, I, I spent more than half my years in India, even in the winter, without any hot water. It, 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 when something's working, 
it's you got about two or three minutes so you're you're kind of your enjoyment is you're suffering because you know it's going to end soon but here you turn it on it just seems from the gods it's kind of endless and then i had a realization in the shower is that we think this is normal life when we've got all our bases covered but it's not because it doesn't do one thing it doesn't detach you from the body and it's the platform of the body that causes all suffering so proper culture is actually simple and, and, and that simple life, it, it affords a natural austerity that helps to extract you from the body. Because in a natural life, when there's discomfort, it has a psychological effect to detach one from the body because the attachment to the body is due to our desire to enjoy. So if there's a little healthy discomfort the consciousness becomes extracted from the body. And I just thought, my God, I'm 70 years old. Going on 71. Got to get serious. Uh, I can't be blind anymore. Bhagavatam describes that we're blind. Why deha patya kalitradishu? That we think we have these protective agents. Deha, the body. Deha patya, the family. We think we have these protective agents. But as you get older, pashana pi napashyati, one sees but doesn't see. One has to see and see and see what? Well, that's what I was thinking. It's temporary. I, I better become detached. I better become detached because if you don't become detached, then you'll have to suffer the trauma of being threatened with non-existence, which is the ultimate loss of everything. I told you, Asado and Brindavan once told me that the pain of death is not the physical pain. It's more the psychological pain. It's the loss of attachment. Because the physical pain can be dumb, uh, 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 dumb, dumb, dull, dull, dull. It can be dulled. So I was thinking this morning, you know, simple life. I have too much control. I have too much resources. I can move things around so I don't experience any discomfort. Or, and how wonderful and happy is that simple life? Because all, all our problems is identification with the body and the mind and the problems, and it goes on and on and on. What relief do you have except extracting yourself? And how do you extract yourself? Tapo divyam yena kaputva sattvam should yed yasman brahmasokyam tunantam. Tapo divyam, divine austerity. Not cruel austerity. Not arduous austerity necessarily, divine austerity. Despite the irrational impulses of the mind and senses, one continues with his service, but you have to have a service. <laughs> 
You have to have a duty. You have to have a service. And so many little things come up, inconveniences on the bodily platform, which then become seen as a challenge to service, not a challenge to enjoyment. And when you see it as a challenge to service, you, you, you extract yourself from them. You extract themselves. So th this is my, I've have been having these thoughts recently because it's been so nice. I have to say, frankly, that it, it's been nice living in America. It's been very peaceful for me, actually speaking. No obligations, no responsibilities. It's wonderful. I wake up early in the morning and my bhajan, my spiritual practices go up till 7.30 without disruption basically it's wonderful and so many wonderful realizations but this is also a realization I am hankering for the sadhu life I'm hankering for this more the sadhu life I have a sadhu life but the the that that simplicity and and, and you have to do it because at one particular time, it's all over. And you have to be prepared from that time with a bit of extraction of your consciousness from the body. That's why and to teach us when Prabhupada came back to Vrindavan, and I was there outside his room, and he came back to Vrindavan for the, the last time in the arms of his huge, big, heavyweight wrestling disciple, Brahmananda. He had that kind of body. Parapad carrying him like the Pieta. And he folded his hands and he looked at us and he quoted from King Kulashekar, Krishna Twadiya Padapankaja Pankara Jam Adyevame Vishatume Manasa. Let me die now. When the swan of my mind is entangled with your lotus feet, Otherwise, at the time of death, when I am choked up with mucus and bile and so many things, how will I remember you? Sometimes we think that we can just think of Krishna like this at the moment of death. And then we'll go back to him because in the Bhagavad Gita, it says, yam yam vapi smaram bhavam tajantyante kalevaram Whatever you're thinking at the time of death, to that nature you'll go. But it's what is that thinking at the time of death? There's no thinking at the time of death. Just like when there's dreaming, there's no thinking, or there's no control over thinking. Then what is it? It's your bhav, because that stays beyond that conception stays in your thoughts. Like right now, if I'm a man or you're a woman, you're always in that conception, regardless if you're in anxiety or distress or remembering or forgetting. You're always in that conception. And if that's your conception at the time of death, then that nature you'll go. Especially if that conception of a man brings you to the remembrance of a woman 
and your remembrance of a woman brings you to the remembrance of a man, that nature you'll go. Or your nationality that stay with you besides this or any other designations, the things that limit you and limit your understanding of the soul. And that's why in the Narada Pancharatna Bhakti is described as Sarva Padi Venir Muktam Tatparatvena Nirmalam Rishikena Rishikate Sevanam Bhakta Uttam, the topmost bhakti, Sarva Padi Venir Muktam, free from labels and designations that put you in another place besides the soul. You're free from them. So anyway, I'm just it's because I'm telling you this is what I what my realizations are and what what I'm thinking and and uh, right now I I, re, I guess I wake up early I chant Hare Krishna yes which is becoming easier and easier as I'm fixed every day and becoming more and more regulated it doesn't even seem like an austerity. But there'll be no austerity here for me. <laughs> there'll be no tapa. The wealth of the Brahmins. Shamo debas tapo saucham. What is a Brahmin? He works. This is very important. What a Brahmin is, is doesn't work by the activity he does. He works by the qualities he cultivates and has. That's his service. And that inspires faith in others. That inspires a mind of, of learning that can access one's knowledge. That inspires the mode of goodness and the qualities. That's one's contribution to society. Shamo damas tapo saucham. Peacefulness and tolerance. Shamo damas tapo saucham. Cleanliness, austerity. Shamo damo. Uh, shantir, arjavam, evacha, shantir, peaceful, arjavam, honest, gyanam, vigyanam, knowledge, realization, astikam, religiosity, brahma, karma, swabhavijam. That's how a Brahmin works. And how important in society is it to have a class of Brahmins? That's another realization that I'll share with you that I'm thinking about. Now I'm spending time because of my writing, trying to figure out the world, the world situation. And the problem is why there's so, so many anomalies and so many dualities in the conceptions and narratives that are being imposed upon us that we don't know what is what. And it's very hard to find out what is reality. Some people are vaxxed reality. Some people are anti-vaxxed reality. Some people are left reality. Some people is right reality. And there's so many different quandaries and different circumstances. How do you find out what the truth is? And everyone has a different narrative. And then there's narratives that are imposed upon us. The problem is, Of course, we can trust people spiritually and we can trust their wisdom or guidance. 
but the but but the other narratives, the medical narratives, the political narratives, and these things. How do we know? What are the facts that we can base our decisions on? It's very hard. It's very that's what I'm seeing. It's very, very difficult. Because you don't know who to trust. And previously it wasn't like that. Because the quality of someone who is disseminating knowledge was not someone who was being paid to do it. It was people who were completely detached and therefore could not be controlled. If you're attached, you can be controlled by your attachments. And all the people profousing so many different things, they're attached to their ego, they're attached to their position, they're attached to their money. And therefore they're compromised in presenting the truth. They're compromised because they can be controlled by other people who are paying them who are attached to their money, who are attached to their power. So I'm just meditating in myself. I'm just sharing. I told you this is my technique when I, I, I couldn't crack into the, the verses so easy. I, I'm just trying myself, sharing you what my own mind is. The necessity, necessity for us as much as possible to cultivate Brahminical qualities. It doesn't mean we have to have the, at the, the mode or the activities, but to cultivate those qualities. Qualities actually, which, which primarily allow us to, to gain knowledge and disseminate knowledge. And that's, you know, when I took sannyas from Satsurut Maharaj and I described, I found out when the sannyas ceremony was about three hours before I was to take it, about three hours before I was to take it. And uh, Satsurut Maharaj said something that really impacted me. He said, we need people in this society whom other people can trust. Don't do business and don't do, don't, don't do management, don't do politics. Because within those types of activities, trust can be somewhat compromised unless they're done extremely thoughtfully. But generally, there was a class of society that didn't have to worry about that. And that's myself, what I'm, I'm gravitating to. I, I managed for so many, so many years. At one time in India, I don't think there was anyone in a position longer than me. Anyway, those are just some of my initial thoughts. Now I think we can go to the verse. Um, Realizing the lake was Shiva Priya. 
Sarovara. Jani Sri Chaitanya Snan Kari. He took bath. Why? Shiva, Shiva Priya Sarovara. Those things that are dear to God and his devotees, they're called Tadiya and they're worshipable. They're as worshipable as God is. They have that potency because Shiva is Vaishnavam Gita Shambhu. He's the greatest devotee because he's just always meditating on Krishna. And the Shesha, Karila, therefore, Ati Danya. Therefore, it made this lake because it, things that are Shiva Priya become, not, not, it's not to be Shiva Priya because Sri Chaitanya Snankare, Lord Chaitanya did his bath there. Then it became Karila, it became Ati Danya, extremely Danya. Danya means fortunate, extremely fortunate, extremely glorious. This is the concept of Maha Maha Pasadam. I used to get from Prabhupada Maha Maha Pasadam. Prabhupada's Maha plate was given to the Gurukul every day, along with all the temple Maha Pasad sweets made by Vibhu Chaitanya, this great saint. So they all go to the guru club morning and we're living in the guest house. There's only 15 of us, what, 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 something like that. And that plate would come there. And can you imagine Prabhupada's chewed pomegranate was on that plate. <laughs> so Mahapasad is Pasad, it's great mercy. Because it, 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 it's, it's the remnants of God, but Maha Mahapasad. The remnants of God and the remnants of the devotee. And these three things, the dust of the feet, the water, and the pasad, they're very glorious. When things are, they have potency. Things have potency when they're used in God's service. That's the difference between material and spiritual in this world, if it's engaged in God's service. It has some spiritual potency. Dekalena Gia Prabhu Prakita Shankara Chatur Dige Shiva Dwani Kari Anucha. Thereafter, the Lord went to see the manifestation of Shankara, whose followers were glorifying him in all the directions. So there is Shiva Bhaktis. And they're glorifying Lord Shiva. And Lord Chaitanya goes there and we'll see what his reaction is. And then it describes what that worship is. Worship is doing those things that turn one's attention towards God. And that is the consciousness <laughs> that is the antidote 
to entanglement in this material world. Because when you want to cure a disease, this is described in Bhakti Sandarbha, when you want to cure a disease, find its cure and re reverse it. Really find the cause of the disease and reverse it. Eradicate the cause and you eradicate the disease, not just the symptoms. So what's the cause of this material world? Ishad Upetasya. Ishad upe, Isha God, Ishad Upetas, you turn away from God. And again, turning away from God can't be a, 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 a physical act because God is everywhere and God is in everything. Advayam Gyan, it's a matter of consciousness. Turning away from God is a matter of, of consciousness. Vipariyo. Asmiti, you turn away from God, then you forgetting. Asmiti, then you forget your relationship with God. Vipariyo, and you become covered. So how do you reverse that? You have to turn towards God. You have to turn towards God, not just in body, but in consciousness, and that turning towards God in consciousness is called worship. And worship is the antidote to this material world when it's an expression of the consciousness of turning towards God. So this concept of worship and the, the, the paraphernalia and um, tantra, what tantra means is mantra, tantra, yantra. Tantra. Using matter in the service of God, transforming matter. And that's what deity worship, it's part of tantra. Pancha. Chatriki, Pancha Panchacharyiki, Narada, Narada, and that's what deity worship is. Deity worship is transforming matter into spirit by the consciousness of using it for God. I described before. I heard. I, I'm not sure I remember it, but it was very beautiful. What actually an artik represents because it's Tantra, so it wants to transform matter in your world to spirit by consciousness. So how do you do it? Well, the first, the grossest element is earth. Because it, 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 earth has the ability to attract, produce all five sense objects. No other material element can do that. Water can produce four, fire can produce three, Ether can produce, air can produce two, and ether can produce one. Ether can only produce sound. Air can add the addition of touch. Fire adds the addition of sight. Water adds the addition of taste. 
and earth adds the addition of fragrance. So earth is the first, the grossest manifestation. And the material world goes from subtle to gross. Therefore, in the Bible, the hint is there. God said, let there be light. So from sound, it starts. And then that's the grossest. So how do you change it? Well, incense is fragrance. So incense represents the earth. And then you do the water. Water represents, of course, water. And fire represents the vision. And then the chamara, the, the, the peacock fan, represents the touch. And then the chamara represents the ether. It's very fine and subtle. So this is what, 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 what deity worship is meant to do. You are surrounded by matter. Use it for God. And that's why for grihastas, but it, it, it's, it's recommended for deity worship because then your house becomes the utilization of God. The kitchen becomes God. The things become God. The paraphernalia, the fragrance, the sights, the sounds, everything becomes God. It spiritualizes it. So there's beautiful descriptions of worship to, to transform people's attraction. I, just like when you take prasadam in a very high consciousness then the you experience the taste without the ego and how is that how the devotees were enjoying the feast that i cooked how god was enjoying the prasadam that i cooked so you get the sensual experience but the void of the the ego that entangles one So that used to be the, 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 the standard that we have the house. We want to be grihasta. We wanted to be sta situated in the griha, the house, the consciousness for God, not griha mady, situated in the house to be better than others. I think mady means envy. So there were rows of ghee lamps in the four directions and the Shiva Linga was continuously bathed with water. I'm just thinking now, I'd love to go to Gopishwar Mahadev. The Digpal, Lord Shiva protects the Dham in four places in all the directions. Therefore, it protects it because I explained this many times. Lord Shiva is the presiding deity of the false ego. And you can't enter the, you, you can only enter the Vrindavan in consciousness, otherwise you're not there. So Lord Shiva, there, there's Dameshvara, Radha, Kundeshvara, Radha Kund. There's Chakleshwar Mahadev, Govardhan. There is Gopishwara, That's in Vrindavan. And then there's Kameshwara in Kamyavan in the far, I forgot what direction, but it's, it's right, it's in Rajasthan actually. Kameshwara. So Lord Shiva is continuous. So Gopishwar Mahadev 
in Vrindavan, everybody comes. I just love it. The bells and the water splashing on the floor to wear your socks. And it's kind of funky. The spiritual perfection is there. And people coming every day and offering the milk and offering the water and offering the flowers and the mantras are being chanted. Nija Priya Shankarera Dekika Vibhav Tushta Hailena Prabhu Shakala Vaishnava. Shakala Vaishnava, all the Vaishnavas, Tushta, they were satisfied to see the Vibhav, Dekia Vibhav, to see the Vibhav, the potency of Priya. Nidja Priya Shankar, all the devotees, all Nidja Priya, Nidja Priya of own, the own devotees, they're, they're pleased to see the Prabhav, pleased to see the influence of who? The Lord's own Nidja, his own Priya devotees of Lord Shiva. So they have their own Bhav. And, and the Vaishnavas come in and they're pleased to see the influence, the power of their devotion. Ye charana rasi shiva vasana najani henu prabhu nitya kari shiva vidyamani. Shiva forgets to dress in the ecstasy he relishes by serving the lotus feet of the Supreme Lord, who are now who is now dancing before him. So Lord Chaitanya is his Lord. Now he's dancing before him. And how, Lord Chaitanya is so ecstatic. He, Lord Shiva is so ecstatic. He has so much devotion. He forgets the external. And how much everything we do, we remember the external. We remember what people think. We remember how we look. And so he didn't, he didn't dress. And we dress. And, we, you know, it's how we look. And, of course, for service, look respect, respectable. For psychology, dress appropriately. There's, there's, there's so much scope within Krishna consciousness to satisfy our desires and our nature and our needs. But still we can manifest how much we're influenced by the external. How much we're controlled by the external, which is related to the body and how much we are absorbed in that conception. Nitya Gita Shiva Agre Korya Anan Seiratri Rahila Se Grame Gorecha after joyfully dancing and chanting Nitya Gita Nritya Gita before Lord Shiva Shiva Agre Gorchan passed that night in that village. So it's the best, it's the devotee, and he's seeing him. This is the devotee. This is the greatest devotee. And Nitya Gita, Shiva Agre, Kari Anand, in so much happiness, 
He's chanting, he's dancing. These are coming from the heart because he loves God. And when you love someone, the thoughts of them and the service of them give the greatest pleasure. So just seeing, this is the Lord's devotee, Nritya, Gita, Anand, so much ecstasy in chanting and dancing because he has that bob, the energy is coming out of his heart. He's overwhelmed by it. And therefore he's completely absorbed. And when you're absorbed, then you transcend past and, and, and future. Even mundane ways we can see that. We get absorbed in something, then time doesn't exist. When we meditate on time, then time, time oppresses us and stops. Seistana Shiva Pailina Yena Mate Sekata Kohishkanda Purana Mate. I will now not narrate the Skanda Purana's description of how Shiva came to this place. So somehow now I, I feel relieved. There's this long purport, but now we're going to hear about it. Shiva and Parvati had previously lived for a long time in the solitary place at Kashi. Then Shiva went to Kailash with Gauri, and the human kings began to rule Kashi. So he leaves. There was one king named Kashiraj who worshipped Shiva as he enjoyed the opulence of Kasi. By providence, he became bound by the ropes of time and began worshipping Shiva through severe austerity so that he could defeat Krishna in battle. So he was a king at the time Krishna was there. Yeah, I had that meditation. You may have seen it in the Monday morning greetings that I had last week. I had, one day I, I was able to really focus. And what happens is the mind becomes clear and you begin to see. And what you see is yourself. And what you see is the obstacles to going deeper. The obstacle deeper is because we don't want to go deeper. <laughs> because we're so invested in our ego and, and the false conception of the self as the controller and enjoyer doesn't exist when we go deeper. So going deeper is just a question of really wanting to go there. So I saw that there's so much resistance. I'm at that point. You can go deeper, but do you want to go deeper? So I saw, what is that? I don't want to serve him because I want to become him. I don't want to serve him because I want to become him. That is the challenge. And that manifests grossly in the material world in so many ways and subtly in the hearts of the sadhaka as he's trying to progress and go deeper and deeper and deeper. And that's what you'll see when you go deeper and deeper and deeper. It may even become more obvious when you go deeper and deeper and deeper. 
And then the call of Krishna in the heart is throw your hands up and surrender once and for all. In a second, embrace it. It's the best thing for you. Don't worry. Sharanagati, take shelter. Take shelter of everything favorable for the service of Krishna. Give up everything that's unfavorable for the service of Krishna. Do that service with the confidence that whatever happens, it's best because Krishna will protect you. So he began to do these austerities. Oh my God, another look. By the influence of austerity, Shiva appeared before him and said, ask for a benediction. The king then asked for the following benediction. Oh Lord, I desire one benediction for you. I desire to defeat Krishna in battle. The characteristics of Bolana Shankar are unfathomable. Who can understand what form of mercy he bestows on or on whom he bestows it? He said, oh, king, you go and fight. I will follow you with my associates. Who has the power to defeat you when I am supporting you with my Pashupati weapon? Being encouraged by Shiva, the foolish king happily went to fight Krishna. Shiva and his associates followed him with the intention of fighting on his behalf. The son of Devaki, who is the super soul of all living entities, immediately understood the entire situation. Knowing the situation, Krishna Chan released his Sudarshana chakra to destroy them all. No one can escape the wrath of Sudarshana. It first went and cut off the head of Kashiraj. Because of the king's offense, the Sudarshana Chakra eventually burnt the entire city of Varanasi to ashes. When Maheshwara saw Varanasi burn, he became so angry that he released his formidable Pashupati weapon. But what will the Pashupati weapon do before the Sudarshana Chakra? It immediately fled away when it saw the Sudarshana Chakra. Sudarshan eventually went after Maheshwara, who fled in fear of the chakra. The power of Sudarshan was felt throughout the entire world so that the three-eyed Shiva had no plan to escape. So there's a Leela Shakti, even Krishna is under the Leela Shakti, and anyone who enters into the Leela is under the Leela Shakti. And it's meant to serve Rasa and it's meant to serve Krishna and also Krishna's message. So this is a very important pastime where Lord Shiva is helping to establish that although he is Maheshvara, the greatest of controllers, he's not the Parameshvara. He's not the supreme controller. Ishvara Parama Krishna, Sachit Ananda Vigraha, Anadir Adir Govinda Sarva Karanakar. He is the ultimate. Shiva thus fell into predicaments similar to when Durvas previously suffered under the power of Sudarsha. 
Shiva ultimately realized there is no one other than Krishna who can protect me from the wrath of Sudarshan. After thinking in this way, the three-eyed topmost Vaishnav went in fear to take shelter of Govinda. All glories to the Supreme Lord Devaki Nandana, all glories to the all-pervading Lord and shelter of all living entities, Jaya Jaya Mahaprabhu Devaki Nandana, Jaya Sarva Vyapti Sarva Jivera Sharan, Jaya Jaya Subhuti Kubhuti Sarva Data, Jaya Jaya Shrashta Harta Sabara Rakshita. All glories to you, the bestower of both good and bad intelligence. All glories to the creator, maintainer, and annihilator of all. Jaya Jaya Adosha Darshi Kripa Sindhu. Jaya Jaya Satapta Janera Eka Bandhu. All glories to you, the ocean of mercy who does not find fault in others. All glories to the only friend of all suffering souls. Jaya Jaya Aparad Bhashat. Jaya Jaya Aparada, Banjana Sharana, Dosha Shama Prabhu Tora, Layana Sharana, all glories to you who removes offenses and gives one shelter. Please forgive my offenses. I surrender unto you. On hearing Shankara's prayer, the Lord of all living entities stopped Sudarshana's attack and appeared before him. Surrounded by the cowherd boys and girls, the Lord slightly smiled as he spoke in anger. Oh, Shiva, you certainly know my prowess. How then did you develop such a mentality after all this time? Who is this insignificant fallen Kasiraj? King Kasiraj, you fought with me for his sake. You saw the Sudarshana chakra whose prowess even you cannot tolerate. Great infallible weapons like the Brahmastra and the Pashupatastra are powerless before Sudarshana. Whether such weapons are defeated, they desire to kill their wielder. When such weapons are, are defeated, they desire to kill their wielder. It appears that there is no one within the world who disrespects me more than you. After hearing the Lord's angry words, Shankara began to tremble in fear. Then Shiva grabbed hold of the Lord's lotus feet and began to speak with full surrender. Oh, Lord, the entire universe is under your control, who has the power to become independent. The people in the entire world are controlled by you like a grass is carried by the wind. COVID is not the controller. Krishna is the controller. The government is not the controller. Krishna is the controller. Don't forget Krishna. He will always do what's best. Everyone should look back at their COVID experience and understand what Krishna has given to them by that experience. I certainly feel an abundance in this last year of the mercy of Krishna. Oh Lord, a living entity acts in whatever way you direct him. Who has the power to surpass your illusory energy? Oh Lord, somehow or other you've given me a false ego. And as a result, I do not recognize anyone superior to me. That's the essence of the false ego. 
There's no one superior to me or there's no one I want to be superior to me. And I will wind and move whatever conceptions I have to establish that. And therefore, disconnecting me, disconnecting me more from my true self. Your lucid energy wilders me, O oh Lord. What shall I do? I have no independence. Your lotus feet are my only life and soul. I live in the forest. I will live in the, the forest. Remember your lotus feet. Still you invest me with false ego. What can I do, O oh Lord? That is your desire. Why have you given me this false ego? It makes me feel that I am not your servant. That's the only thing that this false ego does. And I'm so attached to it. Why is this in me? Let me get rid of the false ego. Still, O oh Lord, I have committed an offense. Please forgive me and bestow your mercy upon on me. O oh Lord, kindly give me the benediction that I will never develop such evil mentality again. I was punished appropriately for the offense I committed under the influence of false ego. Now, Lord, please instruct me. Where should I reside? Who can I ask other than you? Okay, and then we'll hear the rest of it where he directs them to reside in Ishwar. Okay, Jamuna Jaya, is it like a normal day today? Ordinary <laughs> thing. What, what's going on? What do you have to say? Wow, there's so much, Maharaj. I love hearing this pastime of Lord Shiva, but... I think probably the first thing that clicked into my mind was early in class when you said, when you see your bodily attachments as a hindrance to your service, then you should extract yourself from the body. And I just, I, I just love that. And this whole mood you're saying about, I love that you keep using the word extract yourself from the bodily conception. That's something that is really using those words and really making it clear to me. It does because otherwise we absorb ourselves. <laughs> In the body. It's almost like an energy it goes in the body or it can go out of the body. Okay. I love that. Thank you, Marish. Okay, thank you. Rajeshri, you Yes, I do have. Thank you so much for many wonderful points. I have the I have a question in regards to detachment and surrender. You you spoke about surrender and you spoke about the detachment from mind, from ego, and as well. Uh, what Jamuna Jaya mentioned, I was wondering how to how to recognize, how to understand the difference between genuine detachment and spiritual bypassing. Spiritual bypassing understood as um, using spirituality to um, to avoid uh, facing the emotional, psychological issues and as well and other responsibilities. Okay, I just have to think, because I first have to understand your question. Um, it's subtle. It's subtle. What is spiritual and what is material? And that's why we have Guru and the Vaishnavas. And we have our sincerity. And we have the super soul in the heart. And we have the Shastra. So if we're sincere and we actually want the truth, Krishna will manifest it. Or he'll teach us by 
making the wrong choice and then understanding how unfulfilling it is and therefore moving us in the right direction. So there's nothing other than sincerity in Guru Sadhu and Shastra because there's, there's so many buri, buri burini karmani, there's so many different things, there's so many different activities. So I find that subtlety comes the most important fact is the desire in our heart to want truth. Mm. Okay, Hare Krishna, thank you. Thank you, Hare Krishna. Anybody else? Say hello, ask a question. Hare Krishna Gumaraj, Tota Gopinath here. And Kishori Radha. Hare Bo. We'll see you on Sunday, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Anybody else? Hare Bo, Maharaj. Back to Jack. Hey. Can't wait to see you in two weeks, Jack. I know. Me neither. Looking forward wow. to spending time with you. It's going to be great. Just the atmosphere, the place. Everybody fits in the ashram. We have just a amount of people that can fit so everybody's right on site it's just so pleasant mm. uh, it, it's yeah we'll, we'll see if there's a if, if there's a job in the post office view there yeah that'd be nice <laughs> all right thank you for class just stay there no joking okay anybody <laughs> else hey christian garage thank you all right bro all right, well, okay, nice to I see love, you both. It's yeah. always great seeing you. I love, I love that point of uh, you can only enter Vrindavan by consciousness, and otherwise, you're not there. <sighs> I'm, I'm anchoring. Okay, anybody else? Hi, Krishna Mahaj. Actually, Lal Govinda just reminded me that that was my favorite line, too. I love that. Hi, right, Krishna. Thank you, Gail. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj. Surya Raj Katavidasi here. Hare Krishna. I'm Thank missing you. someone. <laughs> yeah, my mom had a meeting. Sorry for that. She had to work. Okay. Hare yeah. Krishna. Nice to see you. Hare Krishna. Thank you so much. Hare Krishna. Anybody else? Okay, I'm going to head out now. Vanchakalpa Trubya Sakrapa Sindhu Vibhijapati Tanam Pavanibhya.